What kind of director do you get when he's an Academy Award nominated editor for lots and lots of amazing movies? Yeah. What do you get when that happens? And uh, someone who also can apparently control the weather. (laughs) That's what he just told me today on On the Fly Filmmaking. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movie. Hey, everyone. Welcome to On The Fly Filmmaking. We've got a lovely opening song today, Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait, because we're talking with Kevin Tent, who featured Dawson's Creek in his latest movie, his directorial debut. Correct, yes. Yeah, Crash Pad. Yes. Awesome. Yes. And thank you so much for letting me watch that movie. It was super funny. Oh, good. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. Thanks yes. for watching it. So Kevin thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you for coming. Kevin Tent is uh, a director now. Yes. And a longtime editor. Yeah, long time like, editor. I mean, a few movies you might have heard of. I don't know, like little things like Descendants or Sideways or Downsizing. Right. Yeah. Coming out soon. Yep. Coming out yep, soon. Yep, yep, Which yep, that yep. movie, I just recently saw the trailer for that in the theater like a few weeks ago. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be really good. Yeah, I mean, I hope people neat. love it. It's 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 wacky, crazy Strange movie. I love, I love really it. Really good. Yeah, love those kind of movies. And you were in Esquire. Yes. And Variety. So make sure you guys go out and get them if you're still buying paper out in the world. Yes. Yeah. 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 Some people are. Yeah. Some people are. I, I still do. The, the Variety was sold out. People are buying <laughs> yeah. it. It's because you were in it. Yeah. That must be. They're a, like a, you know my one little uh, sentence in there about me must have just put it over the top. Yes, it did because they knew you were coming on our show. They're like, That's Kevin Tent's going to be on On the Fly Filmmaking. We better buy everything about everything to know right. everything right. about him. Right. Actually, I just have them all in my car because I was researching. <laughs> oh, you researching. bought them all. Yeah, because I support, I support the arts. So thank nice you, you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. You can't find him on social media because he doesn't do that stuff yet. Square. But we're going to get him on Instagram. But yeah. he, uh, your movie, Crash Pad Movie underscore, is uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep. And you can see the uh, social media for Downsizing Film at Downsizing Film. Looks like everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Yep. Good. Yeah. But you won't have anything to do with that. Uh, no, I won't. No? You mean uh, Downsizing? Well, with the Instagrams. Oh, no. I feel, I'm going to get. I'm, I'm going to get an Instagram account. I feel My like I need to get Instagram to sponsor one. the show because I'm always like, get on Instagram. I know. I, I, I'm going to do it. Good. I might even do it like. Right now? This week. Not this moment, maybe, because that would be too complicated. I'll be your first follower. (laughs) I'm happy, happy to do that. Awesome. So uh, today we're going to chat with Kevin about his career as an editor and director. So I'd love to get started by knowing how you got started in the entertainment industry. Well, you know, I just had this vague notion when I was about uh, in my teens that I wanted to do something in movies. Mm -hmm. And so I went to school in upstate New York, uh, where I grew up, uh, and... um, was sort of studying broadcasting, but then that wasn't quite what I wanted to do. So I was like, I, I think I want to work in movies. Yeah. So I decided to move to Los well, Angeles. What were you going to do in broadcasting like this? Yeah, well, yeah. I was. That's what I was kind of doing. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it is great. It is great. But I was like, no, I think I want to work in movies. So I Good. was like, so I just dropped out of college and uh, traveled around the country for a while and then showed up in Los Angeles and because they make are. movies here. So yeah. I was like, you know, that's the place to go. Yeah, that's kind of what I did. I was like, well, I know I want to work in movies. And it was right. like before doing things on your own was really accessible. Right. It was like just as that was about to happen. So like I was like, I'm moving to L.A. If I'm going to work in there, that's where I got to go. Right, right, so, right, yeah, right. So, yeah, here right. we are, Kevin. Yes, see, we, 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 we made we are, it. we did it. <laughs> We're doing it. Awesome. We're living the dream. One day. <laughs> we keep fighting to make our way to the top. Right. Awesome. Okay, so then uh, were you always an editor or did you do no, something else? No, no, I didn't really even, even know editing really existed. Mm-hmm. So, But I went to L.A. City Film College, which, which is just, just down the street in Los Angeles, down 
down on Vermont Avenue. And um, I, I when I, I made a couple short films and I edited them and I was like, well, that's cool. This whole editing thing's kind of neat. And uh, and then I got my first job editing actual 16, mil- 16 millimeter educational films. Oh, okay. And they were the really bad movies that we all saw in high school. Yeah. And uh, that's what I started working on. Uh, really cheeseball educational movies. Cheeseball educational movies. Yeah, that's like what I do on YouTube. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're cheeseball, but it's fun. Like it's meant to no, be. No, these were really cheeseball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these were. You know, most teenagers would just zone they're out while they were watching. Yeah. What, they were really do you dumb. have like a one that sticks out to you? Uh, well, I was actually in VD More Bugs More Problems. <laughs> I played a person on a hotline, a yeah. phone hotline. Um, so, but there were tons of hilarious, and the titles were always really funny. Yeah. Uh, the, I think the very first one I cut was called "Cities." What are they? That was for really little kids. Okay. And then I did things like uh, "Cholesterol." What can you do? Salt, the hidden threat, all sorts of classic. See guys, you guys can come classic. up from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can come up from anywhere. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so then what brought you out of educational editing? Well. Uh, Funnily enough, um, because I was doing those films, I did everything. It was like a little tiny company, so mm-hmm. I did pretty much everything except for cutting the negative. I cut the sound effects. I did everything. And then I got an interview to fix a movie or finish a movie for Roger Corman's studio, and he was a big B-movie producer, and, mm-hmm. and that was when the video craze was happening. And Was that was... Frankenhooker? No. No, not that, yet? No, no. That was, that was when I was reaching my pinnacle. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, these are some other ones, but the very first one, anyways, I got a call to come down, and they really had this film that was problematic. No one wanted to deal with it, but it needed someone to just get it all done, get it through the mix, get it you know, get it through the lab, everything, and I was actually the perfect person for it. So I started doing that, and then shortly after I did that movie, I got my first feature, which was called Not of This Earth, which is an excellent movie. And uh, and so I did a lot of Roger Corman type movies, and that was a great place to learn how to be an editor. And mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, okay, now I'm actually getting into this as a career, and this is really fun. And it's it's you know it was it was super creative, and Rogers was so much fun yeah. at that time. So um, yeah, so that's how I started got it, got into editing. And then while I was doing those movies. I also uh, ran into one of my classmates at uh, from LACC, Tamara Davis, and she had been doing a lot of music videos, which was mm. also a big thing that was just exploding at that yeah. time. And I ran into her at the supermarket in uh, Silver Lake, and I said, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm still doing music videos. You go, what are you doing? I go, I'm still editing. And, and she goes, you know, um, I just, I'm going to ha- have my first feature that I'm going to shoot. Would you want to cut it? And right there in the aisle of where we were standing, mm-hmm. I said, sure. And yeah. that, that was it. And then that movie came out really well and was sort of the beginning of the independent film market. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was called Gun Crazy. And um, so then I started doing sort of independent films that were cool and hip and then doing lots of Roger Corman movies, mm-hmm. which were also, I thought, cool and hip, but no one else really did. But, <laughs> you know, you were very productive. Uh, they were very productive and, and they were always different and sort of exploitive. But um, but anyways, I was doing both those things. And then uh, I did that for quite a few years. And then... Uh, Fortunate for me, Alexander Payne called one early one morning and was looking for an editor for his first film. And um, I met with him and interviewed with him. And, and here you and are. And they hired me. Yeah. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. He's drunk in this Esquire article, yeah, by the yeah. way. You read it. Uh, that's all I got from like the first little blurb. He's like, I'm Alexander Payne. I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. Yeah. Well, that's awesome because like we hear so much about in 
film history about the director and the editor, like once they get that pairing, yeah, the style actually starts to develop. Uh huh. Because it's that that working together, that collaboration is what makes the movie complete. Yeah. Well, we work really well together, and um, we have similar tastes. I thought I, I think we had similar tastes even before we met, but I think now we're we're pretty much in sync with what we think mm-hmm. is good or bad, and yeah. and while we're working together, so. Um, and he's a lovely guy and just awesome, and so we have a good time. Yeah. Do you guys hang out outside of yeah. work? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. When yeah. he's not traveling and going off someplace, but yeah, we do see each other. Oh, that's good. Out. Yeah, yeah. It's that's great. great. Yeah. So, like, you you're collaborators at work, and you also like each other in real life. We do. Yeah. We do, and we don't see each other too much when when we're so we've seen each other so much right. and so intently when we're working together. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he probably needs a break from me, and you know. So he he goes off and does his own thing for a while, but uh, but yeah, we do see each other. And right. He's he's fantastic. And then I also heard a little tidbit about how you guys uh, train your interns. Oh yeah. Yeah, you have an intern program. I think there's a yeah, we do have an intern program. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's a quote in there about how uh, it's not our interns but our PAs. Oh, your PAs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that could be a legal problem. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one of their jobs uh, in our cutting room is to make Friday night martinis for us, and uh, and they start out. You know, a lot of them are just out of college, so they're not yeah. really good at martini making. But usually by the end of the film, they're outstanding martini makers. Yeah. Yep. And they've and how are they the... at editing? Or oh, who at cares about that? Like at that point, <laughs> yeah, we you just need to no, know. No. That's your tidbit today for today's episode is just learn how to make, make really a good, good martini. martini. If you can make a good martini, you can edit. So if, if it's somebody that's new and they already know how to make a martini, it's like say you get a PA. Oh, that already knows? The, yeah. Like hmm. they, their parents love martinis, or they were yeah. just really. Uh, we haven't had that happen yet, but yeah. that'd be awesome. That person would they be like, be, I'm they sorry, take over we the can't film. hire you. No, we just let them edit, probably. <laughs> that's yours. <laughs> Have a great time. Yeah, I guess. Take the movie. Yeah. Yep. No, that's. That's really fun. Yeah. I want to learn how to make a good martini. That's your tip for today. I guess the episode's over. <laughs> okay, see ya. Yeah. No, that's such a fun story. And then that's like another thing that I really like about working on film sets and with crews that are kind of used to working with each other because you can do fun things like that because it becomes a fun environment like working on movies is such a fun environment it can be and uh i gotta say really though uh alexander's our leader because he makes it fun yeah you know and he's very i mean i always try to do that too but Mm -hmm. you'd never know there's always so much politics and pressure and you know what you know stuff going on so it's not always fun but we try to make it fun right and you know after a martini it's pretty fun and after two it's really fun if you're editing late on a friday night to the point where you can have a martini you deserve it at that point exactly (laughs) because you've been going all week right yeah right friday night late late editing and then you edit all sorts of places too right because of the the nature of your movies yeah yeah you you sometimes will edit at home like where do you typically edit uh well i can edit at home i have a a small avid system at home Mm -hmm. that i can use um but, you know, cutting rooms are so mobile now. Yeah. I mean, I started on film where it would have been a big deal that you needed a lot of room with racks of mm-hmm. film and rolls of film everywhere. But, um, you know, now everything, you can put it all on your laptop and yeah. cut a movie. So um, we can go pretty much anywhere. Including Italy. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. Where George Clooney lives. Yes, yes. We cut on The Descendants. We cut for two weeks at George Clooney's house, which was just fantastic. Is that what got you nominated? Maybe. Yeah? Because you're, you're just, like, feeling it so much in Italy that it just gives it such a good vibe. Yeah. So you end up editing. Um, you, you win. You're nominated for an Academy Award there. Yeah, that yeah. was just lucky. I think I think that was, you know, and that was a 
it was a great movie and George was fantastic in it. I don't know why I got nominated, but but I was of course enormously flattered and grateful that it happened. But um, but yeah, we did cut there for two weeks, which was just phenomenal. And it was just and we got a lot of work done. And Alexander really loved it because we were on a different time zone, mm-hmm. so no one called. Oh, that's the know. best. Yeah, so he we actually got a lot of work done. Yeah, um, which was great. That's and why I, I love to work on on my edits on airplanes because people oh, yeah. can't call me. Right, you're not distracted I'm just like at here. all. Except like sometimes it's a little cramped, but sometimes I just make it work. Right, you're just right, like right. In a zone, and you're like yes. Right, right, right. Edit, yeah, edit, yeah. edit, edit. So you mentioned uh, Avid. Yes. Have you always edited with Avid? Yes. Yeah, almost always. Okay. Almost always. I've done a couple other, uh, you know, platforms, but mm-hmm. that's primarily what I use. Yeah, and and is that what mainly is used for large large movies? For the most part, there's other ones you can use, but that's the that's the, mm-hmm. the 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 standard. Yeah, the industry standard. Uh, yeah. Once you're it's once you're at that great. level, and uh, like if you are starting filmmakers and you're like at what I'm doing is things that are like short sizzles or things for YouTube. I use uh, Adobe Premiere. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people that use Final Cut Pro. Those are yeah. both very good as well. And then Avid is just a little more involved. Right. It's like a more powerful, more robust program. Yeah, and it's really made for uh, you know movies and you mm-hmm. know how it all has to translate ultimately to yeah seeing it in theaters and on television mm-hmm. and everything like that so yeah. it works pretty great that's great so yeah. have you have you worked between the different programs before well it's funny you ask it because i'm 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 working on something for a short period of time right now and i'm just learning premiere so mm-hmm. i'm giving that a shot right now yeah but i have worked do you on... need me to teach you yeah maybe that would be good <laughs> i actually could use some help um it's hard to transfer your because mm-hmm. you know your brain is so used to just always clicking here and going uh-huh. the, and then all of a sudden you're like oh no uh, it doesn't work yeah that's so, what i felt when I, I got hired for a gig and we were editing on final cut pro and i was like i don't understand where these buttons are right you just have to find where the blade is in this yeah. program versus that program yeah. and like how to scrub back and forth. All, you know, all of those things, you just have to find those buttons in that game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I love editing. It's so fun, it's isn't it? It's so much fun. And like, it's it's one of the hardest things for me to get into because like I'll shoot, like I do a lot of the projects I do, I just do everything. Right. Like I'm in it, I shoot it, I like conceptualize it, all of that. And right. now I get to the point where I'm like going to edit and I'm like, okay, I just have this pile of footage. Yeah. It's so daunting, yeah. but I know what I want it to be. But as soon as I get started, I'm just like, yes, oh, this is so good. I just have so much fun. Yeah, it, it is. It feels like a video game. It's a, it's a great sport. Yeah. It really is. It's, yeah. it's a, it, I think most editors really enjoy it. Yeah. They should, or they mm-hmm. should do something else because it's really a fun. Because it's, it's fun if it's not, if you don't enjoy it. And everybody that I know that, you know, I, I know a bunch of people that actually really enjoy editing. Yeah. Uh, so there's def- there's definitely something to it, and it's really valuable if you're going to be a filmmaker, even if you're not going to be an editor in the end. So true. To learn absolutely how to edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll learn so much by being an editor. Mm-hmm. You'll know. You learn a lot. Yeah. Even if you're like, if you're the director of photography, like just seeing like, oh wait, this was wasteful, or like, yeah. oh I should have gotten more of or this an kind actor. of stuff, or an if you're actor. An actor. Mm-hmm. Actors should. I think actors should definitely do it. Yeah. Because they can see. I think they would loosen up because as long as they know that they're in good hands with an editor, an editor mm-hmm. can really help out their performance a lot. Yeah. So. And then you can just be in it. Yeah. Yeah. And relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, so you know, a lot of them already know that, and a lot of them are so good. They they know it. They've, a lot of them have cut, too. So Yeah. Yeah, definitely as a, as a performer, I know that it, it helped me once I started editing. So I was doing a, like a hosting gig but we were it wasn't live like this so there was a script and i like would stumble over words but i just knowing it's going to be edited right it doesn't even phase me i just right. like repeat Go it again the next thing. Yeah. and then the director stopped me and he's like 
you're editing yourself as you go. Like, this is amazing. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I work production, too. It's fine. Right. And they're like, oh, this is great. Right. So right, right, that's right. it's a really useful skill that it I is. think uh, yeah. everyone should try out. So how did that for you inform your directing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not very much. No? <laughs> no. No, I bet it so. did. No, it did. It did. But, uh, you, you know, the You sat, like, watching amazing movies for so many years and made you them amazing. I think that it would really uh, help a lot. But, you know, it, it's really, directing is really hard. And, uh, and you're bombarded with so much stuff all the time mm -hmm. that it's actually a little overwhelming. But when you're in an editing room, you know, you, know, you kind of sit there, you click around, you cut, you try a few things, experiment, you yeah. know, and you're like, okay, that's good. And then you move on. But on the set, it's like, like a, a, I always compare it to like playing football when everyone's on the line and hut, and then, you know, everyone, all mayhem breaks loose and the football gets fumbled and, you know, everything like that. And then it's the play's over and then everyone turns and looks like, how was that? Yeah. And you're like, I have no idea what happened, but I think we're okay. I think we're fine. I think let's go for another. But, okay. You know, so was, would you say on the two, like, do you prefer like getting the footage and now you have like this like fabric to make a dress out of versus right. like, here's a bunch of threads, make a fabric. It's really a, t yeah, it's a tough call. But yeah. you know, I've, I've, it, now that the, the movie's done and, and it's, uh, you know, out there, I, I think I'm, I'm ready to try it again. Good. I think I'd be way better at it. Second well, I quite around. enjoyed it. So let's definitely check out the trailer for Crash Pad. Oh, fun. Yeah. Much fun. So thank you. This is the last oh. time we will be seeing each other. I'm married. What the? Good day, madam. <laughs> I don't care if you're married. I still love you. You know this guy? It was a one-time thing. My husband cheated on me. I was looking for someone to have an affair with so I could throw it in his face. You screwed your last wife, Stensland. No, no, no. Oh, God. You've urinated in your shorts. You pointed a gun in my face, and I already had to go. Morgan's faithlessness has emboldened me. Take a vacation. I'm moving in here for a while. What? He said it looked like a pirate ship and smelled of beef noodles. And you said it smelled of man. And you were right. Grady! Here. I live here now, woman. We bonded over the mutual hatred of you. Morgan, I, I don't hate you, per se. Can you just shut up? All right. Please, please. Yeah. Should I stop you talking talk right now, okay? Stop. Oh, this is so twisted. We gotta get out there. We gotta get some. I gotta cash in and bang some strange cards. No. Yes. No. Drink it. 92% alcohol. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. That was a delightful bubble bath. Adventures erupting all around you. And I'm hating it. I sleep with the one guy who's pissed off that his one-night stand isn't just a one-night stand. I can't wait to get these people out of my life. Oh, God, you're weird. You're my pawn. Yeah, you're screwed. What's wrong with you people? This isn't fun. Damaged ape. They all are. Let's make them drink from the hobo's booze! Yeah! Fucker. 
Awesome. Super funny movie. You guys should definitely Thanks. check it out. The hobo boot thing did make me cringe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's a... Especially when they like show the, go- the guy's feet and you're like. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it is a funny movie. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. And I, I love like your cast. Yeah. I was so lucky. Yeah. I, I was so lucky to get the cast that we got. Yeah. How did um, this movie come to you? Um, it came from a, um, uh, I had an agent at, at Point, at one point that represented Jeremy the writer mm-hmm. and uh, she was just giving me some material to look at and scripts to read and stuff like that because you I were was, pursuing directing yeah something. I thought I would try to direct something yeah okay. you know I've been editing for a long time mm-hmm. and I thought I'll try to challenge myself and mm-hmm. do something that I haven't done before and yeah. leave my comfort zone and all that stuff and uh, and so that's what I uh, I decided to try to do that so it took a while to find that something that I really liked that I thought was I, wa- I knew I wanted to do a comedy and this one seemed pretty funny to me so um, I met with Jeremy and I had to wait a while for it to come free and then finally it, it came free and I optioned it and then we sat down and worked on it and um, got it made eventually. Yeah. Which, it's a long process, but... How um, long from when you were like first starting to try and get this made to um, when it was done? It was probably about five years, but yeah. you know, it wasn't... In the beginning, it wasn't focused time because I'd be working on a movie and then I'd have two months off mm-hmm. or something like that. And I'm like, oh, now I'm going to try to make this movie. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. Right. It takes so long and it takes a, a, a concerted effort to mm-hmm. and to keep on pushing. And I was very fortunate. I, I got a really great producer involved, Bill Horberg, and then another producer, Lauren Bratman, and they helped immensely. And so once Bill came on, especially, he's an established producer. Um, we started to get the cast together. Yeah. And then we got the financing and, you know, slowly came together actually it was slow and then all of a sudden it happened which was really weird and then how long was principal photography 23 days 23 days yeah it's amazing i know it was a lot to do in 23 days Mm -hmm. and we had three weeks and two days of prep which was also really hard but uh you know that's what it is yeah that's the way it was yeah Yeah. and that's so great like because you you're working on these other movies and you find time when you still want to work on movies because it's so much fun to make movies yeah yeah it was a lot of fun and i really was so lucky with the cast i got yeah Uh, donald gleason was is an amazing actor so great and he doesn't play a lot of comedies so i was surprised to see him in a comedy i know and he he nailed it if you ask me Mm -hmm. i think he's yeah i thought he did great funny yeah and thomas of course i knew thomas from sideways and he did us a big favor by coming on and joining us mm-hmm. and uh, we knew knew each other from back then um and uh yeah and they really those two got along together and had a great chemistry on screen and off screen which oh, was good. really nice to see yeah yeah um so and then luckily we got christina applegate to join us and then nina was awesome and she you know she was looking to do a comedy and so she's adorable in it mm-hmm. so we were really lucky yeah totally lucky it's like fabulous cast really fun story and it's like a just a buddy movie that you didn't expect. Yeah. I call it an ass-backwards romantic comedy. Yeah. That totally makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny. Did you end up editing this one also? Or somebody else um, edited? I edited with uh, a good friend of mine who was an editor that worked for me many years ago. He was one of my assistants many years ago up in Canada. And he and I, he did, a, like, we kind of split it because he would send, he did the whole cut of the first thing and then he would do a scene then I would cut a scene and we'd pass it back and forth and it was very collaborative and it was work. You know, as I've told other people, it's, you just can't, if you're an editor and somebody throws some footage down in front of you, you just can't help yourself. You're yeah. just like, Arr. Yeah, I could, I could not see any way where you wouldn't get your hands I on the edit. I couldn't help it. It was just, you know, so I, I did join in. Yeah. But I'd be sunk without Franco Ponte, who was mm-hmm. the editor on it. So then how did that process work then? Was it the, the, the other, what was his name? Frank, Franco. 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 Yeah, Franco, Did sorry. he um, 
do like the main edit and then yeah. you did adjustments? Yeah. Well, we would, we were both working. He was working on an Avid. I was working on an Avid here in California, down in LA, and he was up in Vancouver. And we just worked remotely uh-huh. using Dropbox and yeah. sending scenes back. He'd, he'd send me a scene, say, What do you think about this? I'd be like, That's great. What, but what if we do this instead? And then vice versa, I would send him stuff and they would, he would look at it and send it back and forth. And we just kept doing it that way. That's so awesome. It was really amazing. It worked great. Yeah. How is that compared to working on the like Alexander Payne movies? You're like the editor there. Do you yeah. have other people that work with you? We have a whole team of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then Downsizing, which was a very big movie, we had, an, we had an entire army of people. Oh, my gosh. How yeah. many people? Thousands. Thousands no, of tiny many. people. <laughs> yes. Thousands of tiny people. <laughs> yes. We actually shrunk those people down. Good. You save uh, on space. It's expensive to rent in L.A. I know. I know. It's true. <laughs> Alexander's joke. I don't think he's doing this, but he, uh, he said while we were shooting that he was going to tell the lie, tell a lie and tell everyone that actually the technology exists, but the government just won't let us have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to shrink people. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have uh, we had our editing room staff, which was uh, Mindy Elliott, who has been our first assistant for since the Descendants, Nebraska Descendants, this one, and she's amazing and just runs the cutting room and bosses us around, which yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Uh, and then we had a, two other assistants, Angela Latimer and John Reed in the cutting room. And then there's the whole visual effects department and there, Jamie Price and mm-hmm. his team. And there's a, and when you do these big, big visual effects movies, there's a liaison between the editing room and the visual effects department because mm-hmm. there's is so much stuff going back and forth. And we had an amazing guy named Joe, Joe Carson who really coordinated all that stuff going back and forth. And it, it people don't realize it's just a lot of back and forth of digital film and yeah. going back and forth. So, um, But, yeah, so we had a great team. We had yeah. a really great team. Yeah, because if it's if it's a heavy visual effects movie like that one is, like because the other movies if you've done are not. No, I yeah. mean there's small visual effects, but you know mm-hmm. maybe you're putting more clouds in the sky or something like right. that. Right, but, but uh, this is like intense this because was there's a big, like lot they, of... they shrink Matt Damon. Yeah, and there's like lots of different size, different things. Yeah, where yeah. were a lot of the things practical, like big sets of something. Uh, some stuff was practical. Yeah, yeah it's and like shot... it's like New Honey. I Shrunk the Kids. I'm so excited about this movie. It is. It is. That we've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there were there were scenes like Jason Sudeikis has a scene where he's sitting on a cracker box, mm-hmm. and they did shoot a cracker box and then put the camera very far back. Okay, so that he was actually small. And they shot on a big soundstage. And they, and all the stuff with Jason, actually, in that box thing that they're walking with, mm-hmm. they shot that on a motion control thing, this giant box in this st- soundstage. And it was pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Then as, as, a, as the editor, do you do a lot of stuff on set? You know, I didn't go to the set on that one. I was actually finishing my movie at the same mm-hmm. time as it, they were starting to shoot. So there was a, like an overlap there. But mm-hmm. if they were in L.A., I did go to visit L.A. They shot in L.A. for like a week or so. Mm-hmm. So I went there and... Uh, just uh but that that wasn't any visual effects stuff yeah for that so they did most of that stuff up in toronto so in the movies that you're working with uh with, that you're editing <clears throat> does it help you to go visit sets um i no not really no i go usually i go i don't know how, what about other if other editors do but usually i'll go say hello to everybody and it's always fun to meet the cast mm-hmm. you know that's always good you're gonna be you stare at them, every stare day, them forever forever yes. and you, you feel like you know them and mm-hmm. then you know they have no idea who you are but uh it's kind of a one-way street which is kind of interesting but um so i usually go to meet them but usually if i'm there for more than a couple hours i'm just standing around like 
and I'm thinking, I have so much work to get done at the yeah. cutting room. I better get back there. Yeah. So I don't stay very long. Yeah, definitely. There's been times where I've just been given footage, and then you, you feel like you know these people oh, yeah. that you've been staring at oh, I know. for so long. And then I'll, I'll run into them, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, hey, Jerry. And they're like, I know. Excuse me? And I'm like, oh, sorry. You don't uh, know Isn't me. that the strangest thing? Yeah. I know. But I know. you like you you get to know them. You really do. Mm-hmm. You really feel like you know who In they are. In a way are. that like other people don't get to know them by like watching them say things over and over. And that and at the end of takes or the beginning of takes, mm-hmm. I think you can tell so much about who they are at those moments before they yeah. perform. And uh, you can tell so much about them mm-hmm. and uh, that's very interesting so yeah you f- actually feel like you really know them that's so neat it's so weird yeah and th- did you notice that stuff on set when you were directing like do you feel like, um, you, like you were looking at it with an editor eye no I, I probably wasn't you know the only thing I remember being on the set thinking when, when we were shooting I was like I did think if this doesn't work I know I can get into the scene here or I knew mm-hmm. know I can get out Obviously, I could get out there. You know, I knew there was places I could get out. And then even at one point, I was like, if this scene totally crashes and burns, I can just cut the whole thing. I'll figure out some way to take it all out. So that was the only comforting fact uh, of being an editor Mm -hmm. that that helped me when I was shooting, I think. When you're creating your shot list for the show, for the movie, for Crash Pad, when you're, like, working with the DP, like, you probably have a clear vision of, like, what coverage you do need. True, yeah. Maybe yeah. have too much yeah. on purpose. The thing about that is we all I knew I was gonna I I did have that all in my mind and we did have shot lists, but we didn't have our locations. And uh-huh. so when we, we got our locations like you know, so a couple times just a day before we were shooting. Okay. So all your shots, you know, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that. They all got thrown out the window. Oh. So you just kinda went in and had to wing it. And on the was, fly. Yeah. On the fly. Yeah. You get it? You get it. Yeah, and that's this kind of with the show, we we've just, just talked with so many different people in filmmaking and I hear a lot from folks that they're like, Oh, I can't make movies because I don't know how, I don't know how to do this, we don't have XYZ. Right. It's like, well, you have some things, just Start going. Yeah. Just start going for it. See what happens. I don't know. It's fine. I think it's, I'm a big believer in just doing stuff. Yeah. So that's good. It is. I mean, that's how the the whole way I learned everything that I know how to do was just because I just started doing it. You started doing it. And you know what? That's how much, pretty much everyone's like that. Yeah. (laughs) They may pretend they don't, they know otherwise, but that's how they are. Yeah. So. Good. Good. Okay. So then in, in editing, so back with like a, like with, with downsizing. Yeah. The. Where do you come in on the creative process? Well, um, you know, because I, normally I'd be there right from the get-go, and I kind of was, but um, you start cutting as soon as they start shooting. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'd read all the drafts of the script and, you know, gave them my thoughts on stuff with the script, even mm-hmm. the script stage and stuff like that. Um, but usually they start shooting and you start cutting so that you're keeping up, they call it keeping up the camera. Okay. So that if there's a problem, if they, you know, miss a shot or something like that, you can cut it and send it to them real quick. Oh, and that's say, great. This is what, you know, you might want to consider this instead. Mm-hmm. That's the benefit of having a separate department that's editing versus like the same people doing all of it. You know? yes. So you're like just starting and it's just like you and your buddies making a movie. It, you probably shoot everything and then edit it. Yes. But right, right, right. when you're working on a larger scale and you can have the luxury of the separate departments keeping up to cameras. It's a, it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so what I in our process with Alexander is I talk to him every day. I see the dailies mm-hmm. and I tell him if there's any problems, but he knows what he's doing. So it's mm-hmm. not like we have big issues or you know there's something missing. It's, yeah, and like it's it, I may have brought it up a couple times in the past, and he's like, no, no, we know we're gonna get it. We're gonna yeah. get it later. You know? Oh, good. Okay. So, um, but 
our processes is that I usually cut scenes all during the week, and then on the weekend, while he's still shooting, I send him what I've cut during the week, and he looks at it, and you know, okay. either doesn't look at it or watches it at some point, and then doesn't worry about it and then he knows when we get he gets back to the cutting room we'll mm -hmm. really dig in and start recutting right because then you because they're shooting scene by scene they're not necessarily shooting from like the top of the script to the bottom no they jump it's all about locations yeah. and when they can get them and mm -hmm. the schedules of actors so it's a puzzle that, that they so they shoot things all out of mm -hmm. order and sometimes you can only get half of the scene one day and then another half later and um so it gets kind of crazy but yeah but you put it all together and then you start really editing mm -hmm. when you put the whole thing together and it's usually a disaster it looks a mess it's way <laughs> too long you know if you cut one scene in the morning after you had a couple cups of coffee it might be tighter and faster and then you you know later in the afternoon you cut another one it's slower and yeah and then you put them all together and it's just a train wreck uh -huh. so so you got to go through and then that's when the real editing starts the, and, and are there things that you keep in mind as far as like storytelling tips for people of like when they're editing once they get to a whole movie like what to keep in mind oh like a tip like what yeah find out what's important to the whole movie as a whole and mm -hmm. try to focus it on that i think that's a tip and then and then oh i'm a big believer in playing your strengths mm -hmm. if you have an actor in a scene and one's really strong and good and the other ones didn't show up to work mm -hmm. you got to go with your strengths you gotta yeah. play your strengths so you know try to try to work it out that the scene becomes about that person yes um so that's one of the things i do mm -hmm. yeah so. because like you can get something and like if maybe you had in mind that it was more focused on this person or on this right. topic but that <clears throat> did not come out strong in the film yeah yeah you have to sort of uh, let the film evolve mm -hmm. or the scene evolve right and uh yeah, that's that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. In fact, that happens all the time. So yeah. you never know what's going to come in, and all intentions were to make it this way, but the scene is actually slightly this way. So generally, I think you try to play your strengths mm -hmm. and go with what's stronger and what's better. Are you pretty good at picking that up quickly from looking at the raw footage? Well, I think that my as far as choosing performances, I think you know over these years I've gotten pretty. I think that's a skill that I've developed mm -hmm. like I, I know when I believe something um, or and when an actor does a really great job let's say if we're talking just about acting um, I know I think I'm pretty confident I'm like that performance is really great that performance is really great that mm -hmm. line is we have better in this take you know so I think I I think that's something I've developed over these years yeah good so and, you're directing in the edit too <laughs> <laughs> well I guess you could yeah I don't know a little bit a little bit yeah 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 but it's different when you're on set and you're having to get these performances. Yeah. Like, because once you get to the edit, you're like, okay, these are the five things I have to choose from. Right. Great. Let yes. me choose from these five. Right. When you're on set, it's like infinite possibilities. Yeah. And then what do you say to get them to do things the way yeah. that you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not, in this movie, things were happening so fast, I really let the actors do, mm -hmm. do what they thought was best. Yeah. I mean, we talked about things, but like... Some of the stuff, we didn't rehearse. We didn't even have time for rehearsal, really. So, which I was kind of glad about. And if I ever get a chance to do it again, I think the only change I would make would be to just shoot more takes mm -hmm. and let them do their thing. Yeah. Because I, I, I found that every time I said something, there would be unintended consequences of what I said that would uh -huh. change something else. And I'd be like, oh, I don't like that. So, yeah. So then I wound up just kind of going, oh, just do what you think is better there and right and, and letting him go like how many takes were you doing i didn't do very many because we had such a short schedule so mm -hmm. i did one or two really oh, oh <laughs> for really the most fast. part yeah. yeah it was just i did one or two and then went to coverage and tried to get 
uh, we were fortunate to have an A B camera, which was great. Mm -hmm. So we were able to get some different angles to cut with. But we really had to move fast. Yeah, I mean, so. you had the benefit of really strong actors. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you're like in the one or well, two, like they're doing it. They were so good. I mean, Donald just he nailed it right from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I I was cracking up everything he did. I thought was hilarious. Yeah. So that character was so neat and such a departure from like yeah. other things that he's done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like a bad guy in Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a bad guy in Star Wars, and he's this year he's in um, well, he's in the he's an American Made, which mm -hmm. uh, was just came out, and um, geez, he's been in he's in yeah. tons of stuff. And Ex Machina, he was like yeah, amazing. Was amazing in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I was surprised. I was like, this guy, what do I know him from? Because in a comedy, it was out of context. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't place him. I know he's so, so I had to good. Look it up. I know he's yeah. so good. Well, people, uh, if they're Donald Gleason fans, they got to see it. Yeah, you definitely have to check that out. And a lot of people don't know that this is sort of based on a true story from the right. Or two. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have put based on a true story at the time yeah. ahead of the movie. That That's would have been intense. Funnier. Why don't I think of that? Uh, it gets a little late. Just go now. back in. Yeah, yeah, Just go, like go, add go a go. sticker on all of the posters all around it. Based everywhere. on a true story. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah, it's, Jeremy is sort of like the character of Stensland. Uh huh. So, sort of like Donald's character. Yeah. So. Oh, but he's like so. He's such a good character. I don't want to give anything away. Def <laughs> definitely, definitely watch that. So then with. <laughs> Like so, working with um, Alexander for so long, how do you find that your relationship as a, uh, your working relationship has is different now than what it was in the beginning? Um, it's just gotten you know we got along very well in the beginning. We had a great time on editing his first film, mm -hmm. and um, we continue to do that. I would say that we're just there's just people always go, is there a shorthand? And yeah, there is. But you know, he surprises me all the time. I think I'll be like, oh, he's going to want to do this. I'll bet. Yeah. And sure enough. Sometimes I think he just changes his mind, so he just keeps me on my toes. Right. Like, you know, so he's always coming up with new ideas. But, um, but you know, I think, first of all, we're very comfortable with each other. Mm -hmm. So he can say, this is a crazy idea and not have any, you know, insecurity about right. it. And I feel the same way. I'm like, well, what if we just do this? And we do that all the time. We're mm -hmm. like, what if we just do something ridiculous, like start the scene with a shot? Yeah. You know, and then see where that takes us. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of that all the time. And I think we both feel very comfortable that we're not going to embarrass ourselves by saying Good. something so stupid. Yeah. So, Have um, you ever uh, gone back and be like, this is great, but we need a shot that's like this or that, that would really round out the scene? Oh, like and go back and shoot something new? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, I'm trying to think just with Alexander, that happens or all anybody. the time. Yeah. Oh, anybody. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, you know what? Or you need a scene, mm -hmm. you know? Um and you like even in um, Crash Pad, we needed a couple scenes, um, and I, we got one of my favorite scenes that we went back and shot, which wasn't in the original cut. Mm -hmm. And it's a scene where Christina Applegate tells how she met um, Thomas Hayden Church's character and fell in love with him. Uh -huh. And that was not in there before, but it wound up she did great in it. And yeah, we went back and picked it up. Gosh, she's so good. <clears throat> yeah, she is. She, she and she totally nailed that. She was fantastic. Um, but like, I'm trying to think in Alexander's. Um, movies uh so there's been a few times where we've needed something but not too much he usually get he doesn't like going back either uh -huh. like i think when he's done shooting he doesn't want to go back yeah because i think i would find that as difficult to to, to do to go back around. yeah because you're like well we've got what we got and i'll just like work with yeah what we've made here right because there's so much that goes into just making the day happen yeah that's like I don't know if that's going to be worth it. And also, your his mindset. I think most people's mindset. They're out of the shooting mode, mm -hmm. and they're in the edit. And he gets really into editing. I mean, mm -hmm. he's a very good editor on his own, so he really enjoys the process and you know digs in. So I don't think he likes to go back out. Mm -hmm. Although he has, you know, like uh, 
the election, we they reshot the ending of mm-hmm. election. That's a totally new ending on the movie, uh-huh. which helped the movie immensely. Um, but uh, so he he has gone back and reshot. But okay, so it happens, but yeah, maybe not. With Alexander, not as much. Not as much. He's, he's got a vision. He kind of he knows where yeah, he wants to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's pretty good. He doesn't miss too much stuff. And he has faith in what he can figure out in his scripts mm-hmm. and, you know, and what he shot. So. Yeah. But he'll shoot. They've resh- he's reshot while they're shooting. He's gone back and reshot a scene. He, did, he didn't like the way it came out. So he mm-hmm. does that. But Yeah. Then what made you want to get into, like, trying to direct something? Because it seems like you're like super passionate about this editing. I thing am. I love it. It's the greatest thing ever. You yeah. know, it was really uh, just to uh, challenge just myself challenge. to do something new in my life. You know, I was yeah. Like, I'm getting That's older. Great. I'm not getting any younger. So what the hell? <laughs> yeah. You know? I was just like, I'll try. It's something I always wanted to try, and I just I had this chance to do it, and I was like, all right, now I'm going to make it happen if yeah. I can. So. And that's a, like, I suggest that to people all the time, no matter what department they're working in, in entertainment or not. We just you, you have this inkling of wanting to try this other thing, just try it. Yeah. Because it could be amazing. Yeah. If not, like, oh, yeah, we did that. That, yeah. was, that was cool. I can, I can um, compared it to, like, running the marathon or, you know, mm-hmm. or climbing Mount Everest. It was my little mini Mount Everest climb yeah. to try to direct a movie. Now so. you're ready to climb again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Would you want to stick with comedies? Uh, I don't know. You know, it depends what I... I'm kind of... I'm in the mode right now of searching for what comes to me and what I kind of feel like but of course I love comedies I mean I love editing them and yeah. they're really challenging mm-hmm. and they're hard to make everyone thinks they're easy but yeah, uh, they're, they're pretty tricky yeah they're hard because it's the timing it's hard to make people laugh yeah so Cause, and it's something that you think is funny like you play it and then it's like crickets I know like, ah, ouch I know. <laughs> I know I know that's tough <laughs> you didn't get it <laughs> I know that's tough that's tough yeah but that's good well I, th- I think you definitely should try another well comedy. thank you I think that that would be a lovely, we'll a see. lovely we'll effort to happens. go back into that again. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So then what's up next for you then? You want a um, break? I'm on a little bit of break right now. Yeah. I'm just, um, you know, it's the holidays and, mm-hmm. and there's so much stuff happening with downsizing and crash pads yeah. just out. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of sitting tight for a sh- short period of time and seeing yeah. what comes next. Great time to start your Instagram. You're right. It is a really, really Maybe, great Can I time make a living just on that? Yeah. You can? Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you can't. People do it. Really? Right? It's true. Well, then why didn't you tell me that sooner? Well. I'm you, going right now. You've already built this other <laughs> career. You could even just, just from your, like, like blooper footage. Oh, you know, steal footage and put it on a, my Instagram yeah. account? Yeah. I think that's against the law, but okay. No, well, get like get permission to do it, but you know, be like <laughs> okay, just be like right. your goofy cuts of the movies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, all get, right. I got ideas. Uh, you do. Listen. You're an idea person. Okay, I'll get on that. Yeah. Get on that. I like produce digital content. Let's go. Just <laughs> like right. give me a pile of footage. Let's let's make it up. Okay. Awesome. Very good. Thank Very you good. so much for joining me. I really Thank appreciate you so much for it. Me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you make very sure much. you guys check out Crash Pad and Downsizing. Out. Are they're both out in theaters? No, Downsizing uh, is coming out. Downsizing is coming out very soon, December twenty second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Crash Pad is on iTunes, Amazon, and it just had its theatrical run, and it comes out on DVD on December 5th. Awesome. Definitely check out both of those. You'll check out Kevin when he gets on Instagram. Yes, I will. his first follower. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to do really? it. Really? Yes. Okay, I'm going to do it then. Yes. You'll be my first one? Yes. All right.
It's going to be great. I'll I... pump you up. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it. It's going to be amazing. Awesome. You guys can find me all over the internet at Mary Lou Mandel, also on Instagram. You'll find me as his first follower. And uh, we will see you next time on On the Fly Filmmaking. Thanks, Producers Mary Lou. Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.